The following is a world-class Bullshitters exclusive. Welcome to World Class Bullshitters, the epitome of pop culture. I'm your host, Jeff Hicks, and with me tonight is the one, the only, Dion Green. Baby, baby, boys and girls, children of all ages, glad to be back. Glad to be up in this motherfucker. We got some funny shit to say. Yes, we do, sir. And by we, we also mean the Bombay bad boy, Big Rig Nick Utah. Uh, glad to be here on this wonderful Thursday night with all of you. We're glad to have you, man. And finally, folks, we have American Ramrod, Kendo Slice. Yeah, Chiefs are on. They're beating up on the donkeys. Going to extend that streak to, fuck, I don't know. I lost count how many times we fucking horse whipped them bitches. And the Blues are back. Season started again. The road to failure starts tonight for them. Well, like we used to say, go Blues. Hopefully, they do well this year. They won't. Well, I was trying to be an optimist. Uh, Those days are long gone, dude. (laughs) They're never coming back, watch the future fade? Yeah, something like that. We all like the Miz, kind of. At least we respect him. Anyway, folks, tonight is episode 376 of the show. We have a lot of fun stuff to talk about. We're going to talk about, uh, well... The Wilkserist, as the po- the people over at Red Letter Media call it. We're also going to cover some stuff from the New York Comic Con. Uh, we also have to talk about our trip to Universal, Schlocktoberfest, what we have planned for next week, and a whole lot more. But before we do, we have all of our fun WCBS stuff that we have to cover. So first off, shout out to our friend Sejorjan, who is a new member, even though he's been a member, I believe, in the past. Well, no. Sejorjan's just a huge uh, fan of the channel. But no matter what, Sejorjan, we thank you very much. Uh, and we're glad to have you. Now, guys, Nick and I went down to Florida. We had a hell of a time. And a little later in the show, we're going to tell you guys about that. And, folks, if you want to see some of that trip, well, go over to the channel and watch our live stream of it. We started at Moe's Tavern. We ended over at, uh, well, the Men in Black ride, and we had a lot of yeah. fun. We got to meet some listeners that recognized us down there. And, Nick, I'd say it was a trip well done. Yeah, man. Um, I think yeah, we, we we were mainly worried about getting those uh, those damn express passes, but we got them in the nick of time, like hours before we uh, we went to the place. Dude, and you were then, so excited. I was. That was that was that was a, that was the thing I was I was worried about the most was trying to get those passes because I didn't want to like wait in line for a total of like five hours and only do two haunted houses. Like that would have pissed me off. But that didn't happen. Well, we did all uh, but two. Yes, yeah, we did. We did all but two. Um, and those two were really, eh, I don't think we were looking forward to them anyway, so it, it was no, fine. I, it was fine. We can live without The Last of Us here on this channel. And Chucky, so it was okay. Dude, I watched Child's Play Part 1 the other night because I've been watching a horror movie before bed every night. And, you know, <laughs> Child's Play 1 is yeah, fine. Go wrong? But, I mean, I don't have nightmares because I'm a grown-ass man. It's not like there's anything <laughs> under my bed or a clown that lives in my sewer. <clears throat> That's true. That's true. Not that I've looked recently. <laughs> Dion, what would be more terrifying for you to find? A clown in your sewer or a horse in your closet? Um, A dude in my bed. That'd probably be a little bit scary for me because it would be outside the norm. I'd be like, what happened to Hillary? You know? Uh, so I'm going to go with that, <laughs> Alex. What if, it's a, what if it's a mannequin of a dude in your bed? Especially that. Definitely. <laughs> the stutter says it all. 
All right, Dion, when I come to visit you next week, I'm not bringing a mannequin. I'm not coming to scare you. I'm just coming to hang out. Uh, good, good, good point. Now, folks, next week, WCBS is off the live stream game. Yes, I know. You're going to miss us. We're going to miss you, too. But it's going to be okay. I needed some time off for my birthday. I'm going out to Vegas to hang out. And then I'm headed up to Michigan to spend my birthday proper with my buddy and his family. So, folks, I know you'll miss us. It's going to be okay. We'll be back the following Tuesday with some awesome new guests and another great live show. So until then, folks, just enjoy tonight. Hang out with us. And join us tomorrow because tomorrow is our Friday the 13th Drunk Watch at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Nick and I, joined by Josh from the R-Rated Show, will be going live and drinking live to watch Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives, and Freddy vs. Jason. So as you guys know, the Drunk Watch Party rules are basic. You send in a super chat, we drink that amount, and we try to stay awake. Well, not awake, but it's the last man standing rules tomorrow night. So folks... Do your worst. And right now we'll show you what the rules are. It's kind of easy, but just in case you need a reminder, um, we've had some classic WCBS moments on our drunk watches. So as you know, it's two for a sip, five for a big sip, ten for half your drink, and twenty we chug a lug. And well, uh, I don't know what you're drinking, Nick. I'm going to go out and buy a bottle of something tomorrow in the afternoon. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll figure that out tomorrow. I'm not really concerned about it right now, but yeah, I may get some local beer. I may, I may, I may be be a fancy bitch. We'll we'll, we'll figure it out. Oh, it's it's gonna be fun. I'm gonna get sloppy. Now, folks, we have a word of the day to start off from our friend Shrevels08. Shrevels08, thank you very much. The word of the day is screamer. Well, we know a lot of those. Debbie does Screamer, or Debbie is a Screamer. The Marvel's Screamer edition. How Stella got her Screamer back. And Screamer Bolognese. That sounds delicious. Well, the Hunt for Red Screamer. What else we got? Tub Angry Screamers. Hot Tub Screamer Machine. Sounds like a good time. Uh, Fistful of Screamers. Yeah, for a few Screamers more. The While you were screamer. Screaming? <laughs> Sisterhood of uh, the Screaming Pants. <laughs> Last Screamer. Screaming on a plane. Yeah. Um, screamer Train. Secret Screamer. Sky Captain uh, and, and, and the World of Screamers. Teenage Mutant Ninja Screamers. <laughs> I like that one a lot, actually. Screamer in Africa. Screamer's big score. <laughs> I mean, how many movies are X in Africa? Are there any other movies with the? Well, there's Out of Africa and Shaft go to Shaft goes to. I feel Africa. like I feel like Ernest went to Africa. Not Shaft goes. It's just isn't it just Shaft in Africa? Well, Jason takes you Manhattan. Shaft takes Africa. After school you know. special. Shaft goes to Africa. <laughs> he went over the yeah. hill. <laughs> Dude, I recently watched Shaft in Africa and it's okay. It's not as good as the original and it's, it's nowhere near as good as the sequel. It's definitely called Shaft in Africa. Not, I have it's not, not watched that movie in fucking years. It's not Shaft Goes to Africa. It should be Shaft Goes to Africa. <laughs> Man, that was a flop. It cost a half one and a half million dollars to make and it only made a million dollars. Damn. Yeah. Well, there's always the classic. 
So, folks, send in your Screamer titles. We'll be having fun all night with that. It's perfect for Schlocktoberfest because we're in the middle of it. Now, folks, you uh, are going to get some more Schlocktoberfest content coming up. I'm going to be uploading a lot of stuff before we go off for uh, Las Vegas. Also, too, this weekend before I head out to Las Vegas, I'm going on a road trip to film some stores. So be prepared next week for a mega toy video. We're talking one that is uh, tons of stores, tons of location, it's mountains of unsellable crap. So join us next week for that and a whole lot more. But uh, Dion Kendo, I haven't seen you guys. Nick, I saw you just a few short days ago, but uh, yep. what else is new in the world of uh, fatherhood or just your lives in general? They talk fucking bad. That's what's got me They fucking talk back. And they don't know shit. Then they would be talking shit, and they'd be talking back. And then you'll want to beat them, but you can't because you love them. And, you know, I'm trying the whole soft parenting thing, but they talk too much. This little motherfucker earlier today, who he's been sassy as fuck here the last couple of days, right? He got in trouble the other day, and he just acts like it didn't fucking happen. So I come back. You know what I'm saying? Mom comes home. You know, you know we, we happy to see each other and shit. She came up with grilled cheese tonight. I'm laying on the couch, minding my own goddamn business. And this little asshole comes running up to over up to me, and he's got his mom's phone. She said, "Hey, plug it in," which he just chose not to do. So he's playing on her phone, and he didn't charge. I said, "Give the phone back." He gives me fucking lip, and he's talking <laughs> back to me, Jeff. I've never, and you as long you have known me since I was 18 years old. I promise you. I have never thought about punching a child until tonight. He was talking to me like he was a grown man. He was like, he was like, no, no, I'm not giving it back. I'm like, give give her back her phone, Dion. He's like, no. And then he goes, I'm not talking to you. It's her phone. And I and I said, oh. then he goes, get this shit. Then he goes, well, you need to stop acting like you're my. I said, what? Your dad. He goes, yeah, but you can't tell me what to do. I said, the fuck I can't. I didn't say fuck, but I was like, the hell I can't. I said, you're talking <laughs> back. You need to cool it right now. And then he's like, you know what? I'm getting tired. You keep you keep telling me what to do. I wasn't even talking to you. I was like, boy, you better take your ass in there. And so Hillary jumped in to save them and went to go, you know, because she was like, oh, let's go in here and clean up because we make grilled cheese sandwiches. Let's go in here and clean. He's like, okay, cool. I was like, yeah, you better take your ass in there. And he just ran off like it was nothing. Man. I am going to whoop the child. See, that's the problem. That's the problem. I, I didn't whoop them enough. But they talk back. And I have never, never in my life actually considered pulling the old Renetta Green where you just slap a motherfucker across the face. But I thought about it tonight. <laughs> I thought about it. Not for long. There's a moment that kid made it further than I would have in my dad's house. I would have been dead long this, before I got to this, his level. I felt like Jack in the Shining, man. A, a, a quick momentary lapse in what do you say? Muscular coordination. <laughs> oh, my God. God dang oh my God. Oh man. Listen, if 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 you if you do end so up um, you know your fucking your fucking nephew almost got <laughs> fucked up. That's what's new. I mean, oh, I'm gonna have to have a talk with him next week. I mean, it's it's At one of those points. It's like, understandable. Oh, He'd be like, man. <laughs> all all I'm saying is like, it, it it just takes one slap and he will shut up and and realize who's in charge. That's all I'm saying. 
know what's going to happen is when I get there next week, he's going to be like, Uncle Jeff, he's going to call you Dion. He's like, my dad, he's like, Dion is fucking up. I'm going to go, what? And he's going to tell me all this shit you've been doing. I'm like, little boy, you need to stop. So we need to like. And he knows he's cute. But he just got, he was grounded for a little bit. He just got out. He just got out. He's on parole right now. He ain't even a free, free man. He's on parole. And he's just like talking trash, man. I'm telling you. I'm going to, that little boy. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> what we're going to do, Dion. Ask him if he's familiar with the uh, the term to get your brakes beat off. So, <laughs> because you're about to get the brakes beat off of you. That's make what's going to happen. Make him your permanent. Be like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> make him that your permanent snow shovel in, in, in the next couple of months. Listen, that's what I should do. Is be like, you know what? You're going to shovel off thing outside so our neighbors don't slip and fall. Get to work. I'm telling you, a good way to get him back is... What's his favorite video game? Uh, anything. Oh, no, Minecraft right now. Yep. Okay. What's his favorite multiplayer video game? Because my point is, let's beat his ass in it till the point where he hates his favorite game. That's how we really get him back. We make him hate <laughs> oh the thing God. he loves the most. We don't use violence. We don't say anything shitty. We just whoop his ass in Nintendo until he has a mental breakdown. And then you're like, hey, this is what happens when you talk shit. I call Uncle Jeff and he comes up here and whoops your ass in Smash Brothers or whatever the hell we play. <laughs> Yeah, so. dude, 100%. That sounds like a great way to deal with that situation. Yeah, that, that's that's fun. That's fun. I can't believe I'm we reached the... Hey, I'm look, it, it may be my birthday weekend, but I'm there to hang out with you, man. So anything you need on the domestic front, I got your back. Yeah, somebody, and if somebody that doesn't said, work, that's when you whoop his ass. Somebody yeah! Said delete, somebody said delete delete his saved game. Who I don't know. I that's said, in the grace of savage, delete his saved game. Delete his whole account. Just be like, oh, sorry. Listen, Ooh. the only reason I know that wouldn't work is because it's my switch down. That boy, that little boy is still like. <sighs> oh, yeah, he took the other one in the bathtub. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> that little boy crazy. Oh, man, I have I to get him some my, really terrible gifts for Christmas. My couch. You know, I just, I just feel going to get it off my shoulders, you know? <laughs> I just, I can't believe we're at the age where we're talking about what to do with your sassy kid in life. <laughs> God damn! <laughs> you ain't lying, damn. Dude. You ain't lying, damn. Well, I look at our demographic and our metrics. Our audience is a lot older than us, so a good chunk of them could understand what we're what you're going through, and you know what we're talking about. That's true. Yeah, because a, a good chunk of them probably got their ass beat for mouthing off when they were kids. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, you know, I, they just don't do it like they used to. No. <laughs> All right, folks. So uh, you can continue to send in your creative ways to get back for Dion. Um, maybe we, maybe we burn a sock the hedgehog doll on effigy. Will that still affect him? <laughs> well, I don't want to mentally scar the boy. I'm just, I just, oh, okay. I just obedience. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want it to cost him like thousands of dollars in in therapy, like years down the line. Right. Exactly. You don't it's want like, him to be older and go, man. If I would have just listened to my dad, time. I wouldn't be afraid of the dark. <laughs> no, I don't, I feel like that's going a bit too far. When you, when you start burning effigies, that's it's a different level. <laughs> all right, perfect. Um, all right, guys. So let's start tonight with a little game. We already got our word of the day, and now we're going to look at our box office game. So last week's game was for The Exorcist. 
And The Exorcist is kind of controversial. We're going to talk about it in a moment. But um, the box office is what we want to talk about first. So <coughs> we're doing the domestic only. We don't do the worldwide gross. <coughs> Domestically, Dion guessed $15 million. Nick guessed 12, Kendo guessed 17, and I guessed $10 million. Well, this week's winner is Kendo, because the domestic gross was $32.6 million. Damn, 2023 box office is not my year. Damn, I, know. I know. It's nobody's year, bro. <laughs> Everything's all over the place. I know, man. Fuck. You, we cannot get this shit down in 2023, man. You know how many goddamn movies we've watched? Fuck. Not enough, but too many at the same time. Well, okay, we we, we watched we watched the good ones. We watched the good ones, bro. We watched, we've watched some real shit ones too. Don't act like That's we true. only That's have true. the good ones. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Sometimes That's the bad true. ones are the okay. The intentionally schlocky and cheesy ones are always a good time, but the ones that are That's trying true. to be something and they're not, yeah. those are the hardest ones to get through. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We have. oh yeah. Agreed. Because because the the director like you know didn't didn't see the forest of the trees and didn't see his project or anything like that he's just like yeah I know what I'm doing it's gonna be art it's gonna be great people are gonna you know blow me in the streets it's gonna be awesome no it's it's shit but people will still laugh at it though so it's fine. Well, the movie The Exorcist: The Believer, which is the most unnecessary fourth, fifth film in a franchise. Is he here? And yes, it made $32 million, and some would think, oh, a Blumhouse movie, that's a great hit. That's a lot of money. This movie cost Universal a fuckload of money to actually produce, more so than the budget. So, let's talk about that. The latest take on the Exorcist franchise could end up costing the studio hundreds of millions of dollars if subsequent movies don't offer a larger profit. The Exorcist Believer opened to, according to this, it says it opened to $27 million in the opening weekend. So, technically, by our numbers, Kendo still wins. But I guess in the last few days, it's made an additional, uh, what, uh, $5 million. So, audiences are on Rotten Tomato do not like it. They gave it a 58%. Critics gave it a 23%. It has a C on cinema score. And a lot of people are saying terrible things like the editing in the movie was obnoxious. The film was a forced uh, piece of crap. And some people are calling it woke, the wokesercist. And now not your normal people are calling it that. The wokesercist is being called, or the film is being called the wokesercist by the guys over at Red Letter Media. Now, I've been back into watching a lot of their content lately just because it's, you know, good to listen to while I'm working on Wokebusters. But uh, there's a line in this movie, and they have a clip. Can you guys venture a guess why Ellen Burstyn, the mother in the first film, was not allowed in the exorcism with her daughter Reagan in the original film? Um, she's black. Um, isn't it just because she's terrified or whatever? Nick, you're the horror guy. I I I haven't seen the movie in years. <laughs> I'm well, I, I, I'm drawing a blank. Well, no, it's in the new movie, and the reason she was not allowed to go in is because of the patriarchy. <laughs> that is a line of dialogue from the new Exorcist film. That is not a joke. Yes. Hmm. Riveting, riveting stuff. Oh, I wonder God. why it did so poorly. God damn it. You can't fucking win. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. So when Actually, you hear. We can because the patriarchy apparently keeps winning. So there we go. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, you, you know, you, you know what they say, Kendo. If you can't break the glass ceiling, you might as well clean it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's looking a little streaky up there. I'm not too satisfied. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, um, when you hear stuff like this, are you more or less inclined to go see the film? Less. Less. Way less. Way, way less. In this particular case, I want to see how bad it is. If that's a, if they legitimately say that. They do. They I played a clip in the Red Letter Media video. Say what? <laughs> they actually played the clip in the Red Letter Media video. Nobody's yeah, joking. That's yeah, serious. I, I, yeah, I want. I want to. I want to see how bad it is because that's to force that in there is just that is a really weird choice. Now yeah, and 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 from what I remember, from, okay, um, I think I, I, once again. I haven't seen the movie in a while, but from what I what little I remember, I think they didn't let her in because like she was the mother and they didn't want to see her kid like that or something. It was something that to that effect. Yeah, well, but who I, told I her she could go in? Tells the man. Man, you're scared it, it targets you is what from I'm trying to remember. It's been I watched it a couple of years ago, but it because I thought it was because she was so terrified was why he wouldn't let her in there. Yeah. Which is why they go and get the two priests that they go and get. One what's you know, obviously I always want to say There's, Peter Sellers. I don't want to say that, but Max von Sydow, huh? Max von Sydow. Thank you. Yeah, you know because he was a OG priest and he'd done it before, and then obviously he wanted he wanted um, Father. What's his name? You know, Karis. which ended up being Karim. Uh, yeah, Jason, yeah. I thought it was really uh, because Pazuzu was going to fucking target her. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that episode we did years ago when we referred to the demon in the first movie as Pazuzu and that audience member freaked out? They're like, it's Captain Howdy, it's not Pazuzu. I'm like, it's Pazuzu in the second movie. I remember because that was that was around that time where it, that that you know the internet was doing this thing where well his real name is Captain Howdy because blah, blah, blah. everyone's like, no, bitch. Like he said he says his fucking name. What do you want? Shut up. <laughs> I just remember that. Internet. Internet shit, it reared his head today with the thing, Nick. Yeah. Yeah, man. That was all going viral a little bit on Twitter and on Reddit. It's like, you guys, shut the fuck up. I love yeah. the internet. That shit happens, man. <laughs> it's dumb. Now, uh, while the $27 million would normally be nothing to scoff at, the reboot comes on the heels of Universal Studios buying the rights to the Exorcist IP for all right, who did I did I give the number out yet? Because let's play a guessing no. game. Dion, how much did they play for pay for the Exorcist? Um, Universal, you said. Yes, I'm gonna say they paid uh, for the Exorcist. I'm gonna say they paid four hundred million for it. Nick, a uh, hundred million. Kendo, uh, I'll split the difference and go two fifty. Dion was 100% correct at $400 million. That's what the fuck? World class, bitch. That is way too much fucking money for that thing. Oh, I know. But it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a seriously recognizable property. And people forget about the sequels, especially because three is really good. And they just, you know, not just the sequels, but all those adjacent spinoffs and shit. So overall, the property is, 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 you know, it's worth money. It's just, it sucks that. <laughs> There's, there haven't been a lot of great Exorcist movies. Well, I now, mean, the, 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 you can only you can only do those so much, really. Like there can be like three or four. Even now, this whole year, we've gotten quite a few of them, and it's been kind of like, all right, we we get it. Um, calm down. But even then, they had it. There was an Exorcist TV show that came out in I want to say 2016. Was it? 
Um, I think so. Yeah, twenty. Okay, it lasted two seasons, each being ten. Each being ten episodes. Um, so that that tells you right there. And like, well, once again, this was you know this was a few years ago. Um, even that, like, they couldn't keep it going. It's one. It, I feel like Exorcist is like Indiana Jones, where it's recognizable, but it's so old and they haven't done anything with it in a while that nobody cares. Bingo. You know. Now I can get behind I have, that. That's dude. I agree with you, and I have some numbers to back that up. So, the original Exorcist brought in over two hundred and thirty million dollars domestically, which is amazing. Now, Exorcist Two only made thirty million dollars. Exorcist Three made twenty six million dollars, and the Exorcist at the beginning brought in forty one million dollars. But can you guess what Dominion, the prequel to the Exorcist, made? at the box office with a $30 million budget. Dion? I'm trying to remember. Dominion, did that one do... Damn, I'm going to say... I'm gonna, I'll say $25 million. Nick? Uh, I'll go 35 Kendo? Uh, I'll go 36 Well, you're all wrong. It made $251,000 at the box Ooh, office. Damn it. <laughs> Amend my guess to tree fitty. <laughs> you win. <laughs> God damn, Loch Ness monster. Yeah, no, no, I remember. No, I remember Dominion being a big thing back in 05. because uh, they were like, you know, oh, the prequel to The Exorcist. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a, it was like in, I think it was I think they made it in Africa or something is where it was supposed to be, like the setting of the movie. It was, it was, it was pretty good. It was all right, <clears throat> but. I don't know. It's it's a strange man. It's one of those things where like, yeah. And the 20, 20, 2005 to twenty sixteen is when like you know they did the show and that last two seasons and now they're doing a fucking movie again. It's like this is few and far between, man. Come on, you know. And I feel like without uh, what's her name, um, Linda Blair, you're not gonna get anything. Uh, she's in the new one, Nick. Is she really? Yeah, she pops up at the very end. <laughs> of course she does. She's she's like she's she's like I'm just gonna do this scene, get my check, and get back on the, get get back on my flight. I mean, can you blame her? She's got all those animals to save. That's true. She does. She saved all of them. All of them. <laughs> now, I wanted to pick your guys' brain about this. Do you think, because of the climate we live in, where Hollywood can't really elevate religion and certain things like that, do you think a movie like this will actually, or we know it didn't work, but do you think that could be one of the reasons why this movie didn't work? Because, yeah. as we know, exorcisms are a Catholic thing. They're afraid to talk about or build up certain religions in Hollywood. And I'm not saying I'm pro-religious movies or anything like that, but when you have something that comes from a religion in a movie and it's the main focal point, you can't separate it from it, you kind of got to either go in or just not make it. Like, you can make ghost movies right. like The the Conjuring with Ed Lorraine yeah. Warren and all those people, but The Exorcist has to be very religious, and they just well, don't talk about that anymore. Well, I, 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 dis I disagree with that. Here are my two points. Constantine? And the Supernatural TV show. Okay. okay. Now, those, remember, both of those right. are almost 20 years old. That's true, but, you know, they still, the, the like, Constant, like, Constantine's, you know, I, I, I really like it. I think it's really good, and it's still a comic book, and it's it's still going. Uh, the Supernatural TV show, people still love it, and they're still buying it and watching it now, you know? So, I mean, yes, it is old. Yes, those are old, but the fan bases are still there, and they're still willing to, you know, watch the stuff even the the prequel show that they had for a season and a half or two seasons or something 
you know, the things like that. They're willing to, you know, keep following those guys and going to the conventions and, you know, things like that. So, like, that's still a thing. The thing is in that when, especially, especially, I, th- I think the problem is nowadays with, with Hollywood when it's a, a, an existing IP like this, people don't want to go see it because they know Hollywood will not, will not do it justice. They will not make it good. It will not be something you want to see. It'll be the woke just as you said, um, now. I mean, that's what it's going to be. So nobody really wants to check it out and give it their money. I, the reason I don't want to give this my money is nothing to do with any of the ideological stuff. It's I hate legacy sequels. I hate reboots and remakes. It's like 50 years is a drop in the bucket in the grand scheme of things. But an iconic movie lasts forever. And so, you know, The Exorcist is 50 years old this year. Bond movies are over 60 years old. I don't understand the disconnect because we grew up watching movies that were decade like we were watching movies that were 40 years old when we were growing up. That's like a kid watching an 80s movie today going, oh, I can't watch it. It's so old. Hell, we grew up on The Wizard of Oz. That movie is, uh, what, 1939? That movie is almost 29 years older than us. No, wait. No, I can't do the math. Uh, Wow. (laughs) I blew that big time. It's like... I'm tired. Oh, wow. Anyway, wow. the movie, the movie yeah. came out 44 years Talk ago. Oh, thank I'm you. in my pride. Yeah, I'm just like, uh, what? Anyway, I'm looking at all these other numbers on the screen. Um, geez. Oh, my God. Well, I think that, you know, you, it, it, just for uh, complete 100% objectivity, you know, there, there, there are certain things to consider. I mean, obviously, Constantine's a thing, you know, Supernatural's a thing. But, you know, those aren't, I mean, while there are religious elements in it, it's, it's not specific to, like, Catholicism like the exorcist is, you know? So, you know, and especially, you know, the context of which when the first one came out, I and mean, people were, were freaking out back in the 70s when that shit came out. You know, when the movie, when the, and it was in theaters, people were leaving to faint in the hallway <laughs> and fainting in the movie, you know? Because, you know, society was, you know, you know all all the all the all the suburban mobs and shit went to see this movie. So it's, there is context, and at the same time, again, you know, it is you know Hollywood does this because it is hard to come up with an original concept. And again, don't get me wrong, I'm not I'm not explaining it away, but you know they look at it as X's and O's. Like you 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 spend this much money, you expect this much in return. And obviously, they still haven't figured it out that when you spend four hundred million dollars for a property, when you come out with your version it has to be good you know and i i just don't understand the need i understand the thought behind it you know they think that people are going to hear that and then go see the movie and then be like to their friends oh my god the new exorcist was so progressive where in reality it's like people aren't going to see the exorcist to 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 talk about the patriarchy they're just not doing it and it's just it's so frustrating especially in horror because you know, outside of shit like Black Christmas, it's a genre that you don't get away with that. You know, in the C Universal attempt that knowing that it's horror, horror isn't young adult. You know, you know, it it just doesn't fit. And they, but for some reason, they just love the flavor of that shotgun, man. Like we're gonna say patriarchy, <laughs> and all they're all gonna show up to the movie. Like it's just, it is the weirdest fucking thing, man. It's it's you know, Twitter doesn't. Twitter isn't full of horror fans. It's full of people who talk about it. You know, they don't go to these movies. They don't spend their money. Yeah, Leslie Odom was in it, but I'm not watching. And I get that he's religious too. Like, whatever. You know, that's I get it. 
but you you know people aren't watching to have that conversation you know we get it it's supposed to be little girls and stuff and then the original mom is back but just because you know just because you have women in your movie doesn't mean you have to have the word patriarchy in it it's just so self-destructive <laughs> sorry um i shouldn't laugh at that but well said so is there anything else you guys want to address in terms of this i mean they're not it's going to take a while for them to make 400 million dollars uh, Universal has responded and says they're not giving up on this. But oh, this might be one of the first, I guess, dings in the armor that is Blumhouse. Because Blumhouse is known for making their <clears throat> super cheap horror movies. And yes, like we said, uh, this movie made $27 million so far. But they got a lot to make back. And as you saw earlier, these Exorcist sequels fall off from $230 million in 1973 money down to... $250,000 in 2005 money. So it's a pretty much DOA type of idea to think it's going to pick up in the second and third. This isn't going to be like a uh, John Wick situation where they make more. But, no, but hey. you know, kudos to Universal for, you know, saying, you know, we got knocked down, but we're going to get up again and that you'll never be able to keep us down. Yeah. <laughs> God damn, we can't do <laughs> Oh, jeez. We'll be um, seeing when they're winning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see. A good, I, I don't know, a, a good one, um, a good exorcism movie is Exorcism Emily Rose. I remember that was really big when it came out. That one was a lot of fun. Uh, the taking, the, sorry, the taking of Deborah Logan is really interesting to watch. That's yeah, really taking creepy. Taking a Pelham 1, 2, 3 is better. Ooh, the original one I watched it recently. Fucking yeah, good. I love good it. Really love good. It. Love it. Love it. Great movie. Wasn't Denzel in the Cinderella version get shit on and okay movie. The set, yes, I agree. The second one is not bad, but the first one is just better. Yeah, it's just way for math, Al. There's just something about seventies, eighties action shit like that. It just agreed, it's, man. Agreed. I fucking love it. A seventies cop movie. I'll watch them all day. All fucking. It's day. the yeah, grittiness. It is. It yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Even a seventies disaster picture like the Poseidon Adventure has a little more meat. Taylor Swift than the, what? Taylor Swift sighting during the game. Oh no! Yeah, take a drink. Every time you see Taylor Swift, take a drink. You'll be drunk oh, already. Right. Oh dear God! Oh dear God! Oh God! She's permeated the podcast again. What happened? What did we do? <laughs> Go get your pumpkin spice deterrence. God, where's, where's, the, where's spice the holy deterrent? water? Where's like the holy water? Holy I mean, water. That's a pumpkin spice deterrent. I have a healthy dose of white woman, you know, pretty regularly. So I'm, I'm there's a difference between a healthy dose of white women and then there's a healthy dose or an unhealthy dose of pumpkin spice Taylor Swift fandom. Well, see, the problem is this. Every time Travis Kelsey gets a ball thrown his way or catches it or does anything, they immediately show her reaction. The problem is he's the number one target of Patrick Mahomes, which means he sees the ball a lot, which means she sees the TV screen a lot. They know what they're doing. They're trying to get middle-aged white women and, you know, girls to watch football that don't like football. Taylor Swift is the ultimate crossover artist. Ugh. Yeah. What a world that we live in. God, what a time to be alive. Uh, any, in, anyways, another another good possession uh, haunting movie is The Haunting uh, the haunting in Connecticut. Really, really love that one. I haven't seen that one. I love it. I think I think it's great. It was very well done. They, they did do a sequel where it was a haunting in Georgia and it was shit. <laughs> I mean, anything with I forgot the about Georgia, the Georgia in the title. That shit was hilarious. Dude, like I, I saw that in Hulu. I watched about fifteen minutes of it. I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I tried. What is a Kendo and Dion? What's a horror movie that you've watched that you had to turn off because it was so terrible? 
Oh God, I'm trying to think. Um, Mother. I passed um, out in that movie. Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, damn. I mean, I I'm. It's been a it's been a minute. Um, because I was gonna. Diane and I were gonna get drunk and high and jokingly watch Black Christmas, but Nick was so dear. God, he was so mad about it. I don't want to risk fucking up a Friday night watching that movie. Do you hate yourself that much? Do you do you want to do you want to pray to to get those two and a half hours back? Do you is that what you want to do? Because you won't. If I I would have watched Robert Cummings' Halloween's by myself, I would have turned those off. But unfortunately, I watched them with Jeff and Nick, and that was not an option. (laughs) Oh, okay, here we go. Remember when we tried to watch what was it Clump of Chucky for the channel and it just got so bad and we were like we can't do this. That was gonna be mine. We had to, we had to turn it off. That, had, there you go. Yeah, so I know yeah. we turned. Okay, anybody, we turned that one off because of how bad it was. Anybody who's curious about the 2019 Black Christmas for the love of God and everything holy, do not watch it. It is terrible. This is not a false alarm. Do not watch it. Don't buy it. Don't rent it. Don't even acquire it by other Think means. About it. It's not worth your partner's time or anything. It really, it isn't. This is not a drill. I swear to God. I watched it so nobody else has to. And that was well, a mistake. Nick, if only you were the only person to watch it, then that movie would never be talked about ever I also, again. I also did something incredibly dumb after that. I watched it with commentary for about 15 minutes. And I was like, I, I, I need to turn this off. I just, I can't. I, I can't. Because oh, I should... you, you know what I watched it. I had to turn off. I don't mean it. It just came to me, and I, I, I'm only interrupting you, Nick, because I, you know, I know you love these shitty uh, horror films too. But the movie Breeder, from <laughs> that like that weird time frame of the aliens copies. Yes. Yes. I tried watching that again when everybody went to bed, and I was like, I remember watching this movie, and I thought that it sucked. Da da da. da. And then my uh, my man Lad Bible. That channel did a great like alien sequel and he mentioned it and I was like, dude, I remember that movie. And it is it is worse than I remember. That movie oh my. is so bad. I had never heard of it until right now, but this is the description. A health supplement company starts abducting young women as part of an experiment that biohacks babies DNA to enable clients to reverse the aging process. When Mia sets out to investigate the shady business, she ends up getting trapped in a human farm's web. Is that the same breeder? No, the one I remember is it's, it's a it's an alien that is just in New York, and it's in its way. It just it just breeds with women out in night, and it's just it's so bad. It must be breeders like 1997. Oh, breeders. Okay, 19. Or breeders. Here we go. Yeah. yeah. Oh uh, yeah, Manhattan General Hospital admitting a string of young women raped by something otherworldly. Oh Jesus. Okay. Yep. Yeah, it is. It is. Sounds like a winner to me. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, like yeah, I just don't. How? Yeah. Black Christmas 2019. Don't watch it. Um, I once again watching, just listening to 15 minutes of the of the um commentary was terrible because the director's like, oh, but before we started every day, we did our little our little positivity circle, and you know, I had my crystals on set, and we were doing this that, and the other, and I was like, I can't do this. Lame. I cannot do this right now. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you did it for us, Nick. <laughs> Me too, buddy. You should have did yeah. it for The Rock. I should have done it for the people. <laughs> uh, don't, don't make me press the fucking button. You don't want it. Oh, shut your mouth, you thong-wearing fatty! 
I did it anyway. Um, so, yeah, that was the, uh, the Exorcist. Now, uh, guys, while we're on the topic of horror, since it is Schlocktoberfest, Nick, we had discussed maybe a week ago, two weeks ago, that it was possible that uh, A24 was going to get the rights to Halloween and do a TV style uh, TV series in the style of Halloween 3. But now it turns out that that's not happening and that Miramax got the rights back and they're bringing back Michael Myers movies after they just put him in the meat grinder last year. Are you excited? No. Nope. Not at all. <sighs> listen, listen. Everybody listen to this from now and until next year when the movie comes out. Please convince your normie friends not to watch those movies by any means necessary because those movies don't need any more money. That they're they're milking they're milking Mike Myers like they're milking Star Wars. Okay, there is no milk left. It's gone I mean, dry. The thing is, you can tell people not to do that, but there is a segment of the population, and we were at least I was in that group for quite a while on Facebook that they are furiously baiting themselves with joy right now hearing that Michael Myers movies are coming back. So those those are the people that are the, the ones that are causing the problems. Please just give give money to Adam Green and have him make like four more hatchet movies or go to or do do like eight more Hellfest movies. Like they're, they're just do those. Those are those are those need more money. They, they need more you know publicity. They need more eyes. Like do that do that shit. Well Here's more of it. So, <laughs> uh, after a heated bidding war, Miramax has scored the television rights and the movie rights now. So, they're controlled currently by Trancus International Films, which is run by Malik Akkad. Miramax Television has signed a wide-ranging deal with Trancus to develop and co-produce a Halloween TV series, which will also include a first-look agreement and other television projects up for the international marketplace. Uh, jointly controlling both the TV and film rights would allow Miramax and Trankus to map out an integrated film and TV universe. Now, this shit makes sense for something like a Star Wars that has a ton of story. This is the story of a dude who killed his sister, got caught and went away, broke out, tried to kill another girl, got shot and got away, and then if you follow the original timeline, he follows her to the hospital, the doctor catches him, she shoots him in the eyeballs. They blow up and die. End of story. Did people not watch the other... Like, I know horror fans have low bars, and we're horror fans. We've watched some dog shit, but we don't try to call it good entertainment. Like, Nick, am I wrong to say that Halloween's 4, 5, 6 are shit? Rob Zombie's shit? I know you have a soft spot for Resurrection, so I'm going to be oh, nice but, about yeah, no, that. No, no, no. Okay, okay, okay to, to, yeah. Even, even for that, I know Resurrection shit. I fully accept that. But I watch it. I mean, and once again, I don't force it. I don't force anybody. And anybody says it's shit. I get it. It's not good. It isn't. But I, you know, once again, I watch it. But no, you're right. You're you're entirely right. After like, I'll, you know, Season of the Witches, you know, its own movie, it's fine. But anything after that, man, it's neg negative returns. By the way, um, shout out to Dr. Coffin Nails for his comment. I rebooted the franchise six times. <laughs> God damn it. You got it, man. You fucking got it. I'll put that up on screen yeah, in a second. Jesus. So there's nothing left to do with it, really. It hasn't been like unless unless they do like a Jason X or Jason Ten with it where he's in the future and it's and it's you know what, like 30, 33, 45 or something, and he's frozen, and they bring him back, and nanobots and 
I don't know. If they do that thing, then maybe it'll be worth it. But even then, that's really stretching it. Already did in Jason X. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, if they did something like that, it would be hilarious. It would, it would watch it once, and then that'd be it. You couldn't, like, buy that movie or, you know, anything with it. So. My guess is what they're going to do is just do a TV series that retells the original movie in two seasons. So you're going to get the first season, which is the psyche-breaking Michael Myers trauma. He'll kill his sister at the end of the first season. They'll show him escape. And then the next season will be an entire season of the day of Halloween where he hunts down Annie, Lori, no. Linda, and Bob. No, no, no. It'll be, it, it'll be, it'll be, um, it'll be 22 episodes. Uh, 20 of which will be him and Dr. Loomis in the hospital. The last two will be um, him going out and killing people. That's what it'll be because that's that's their mindset. I don't, I don't want to agree with you, but I think you're right. Yeah, <laughs> that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, because I mean, they, they, once again, they're gonna milk it all to hell. I, I think, I think they might. Yeah, I mean, it's it's and and like the integration of TV and movies. Like Disney's done that, tried to do that twice now, and they failed both times. And they just yeah, couldn't because I... because it was it was too much for people to like. Try to watch the show and then watch the movie in order and keep up, and it was, it's too much. Nobody has that kind of time anymore. So You're telling me you're not watching every episode of Loki? Loki what? <laughs> Anybody here watching Loki on the panel, in the chat? Like, mm, I have not started no. watching Loki. Uh, no, not yet anyway. <laughs> I can't believe Marvel Apathy is this hard. But well, I'm feeling you know. When you want quantity over quality, that's what happens. Yeah, yeah, that's and that's that's Hollywood's bread and butter right now. Is just more. Just keep pumping it out. They'll they'll watch it. We'll we'll make something. You know the the shit will at some point the shit will just stick to the wall. It's like okay, <laughs> sure. But there's, it's just you know, tons of shit. We don't want that. It's like that scene in Dumb and Dumber. Or, there's shit everywhere. That's that's what Hollywood is now. Yeah. Well, thanks Hollywood. What if this show is so bad it makes us look back at the Rob Zombie films as okay? Uh, I feel like that's a bridge too far. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, especially now where he's he's trying to walk it all back, like the it, the studio interfered so much, man. And and once again, we know we know that we know that's crap because you know he talked to Carpenter and got the got his blessing in the beginning and everything, and. Um, he he was the one who kept fighting with the studio trying to get his stuff done. But even then, man, it was <clears throat> it was his typical Rob Zombie crap where everything's like you know in the seventies and people are saying fuck shit, damn, and you know skull fuck all the time. So it's never fun. No, it never is. And I like William Forsythe. He's a good actor. No, Sherry Moon Zombie. No, 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 no. She's like the McDonald's Happy Meals of acting. <laughs> She's like the She's Kmart of acting. <laughs> I wish she was just like Kmart. Non-existent. Yeah. Oh, Pat, what are you doing? Oh, I thought you were talking about me making fun of her. I'm like, bro, that was a bridge too far, finally. <laughs> making fun of Sherry Moon Zombie. <laughs> That'd be funny. Like, I never know you, Dion. <laughs> my bad, my bad, baby. You're all good, my friend. You're all good. My God, what a what an interesting, interesting time to be alive. But uh, 
Folks, remember, Schlocktoberfest is now. Tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we'll be live with our Friday the 13th Drunk Watch Party double feature of Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives, and Freddy vs. Jason. We're going to be joined from, yeah, yeah, yeah. by Josh from the R-Rated Horror Show, and so we're going to have a hell of a time. Nick and I are going to be, well, all of us will be drinking, having fun, and uh, reminiscing our uh, Friday the 13th memories. Now, Nick, should I... Uh, get up in the morning and put on part one and work my way through all the films as I'm working tomorrow? Dear, no. Why yeah, would I didn't you think do so that? either. Why did you, I why would you do No, I mean, I mean, once again, like, you know, they're, they're in varying, for me, I love them. They're in varying quality, but like, why would you, you have things to do. Why Just do them and then, you know, watch, watch part six with us and Freddy vs. Jason, that's it. Yeah, don't, don't go through all of them. I mean, you can, I mean, if, if you want to do something, watch, watch the documentary, watch the documentary. Um, Crystal Lake Memories. Watch that, and then you'll be you'll be okay. I gotta find where that's streaming. That would actually kind of satiate my uh, yeah interest for terrible horror movies. Yeah, just just do that. You know, no no need to go through all of those movies and you know, low key to- torture yourself. <laughs> yeah, I might not make it through part five. Yeah, just like Chip Travolta didn't make it through part five, nor did Roy. Um, let's see. It's you can you can rent it on Amazon or stream it on AMC Plus. Well, I'll go look through all my flash drives and hard drives to look for my copy. Yeah, no problem. Because I am not going to spend money on that. <laughs> I mean, it's it's okay. I mean, I mean, I spent some money on the Blu-ray. It's fine. I mean, it was it's it's, it's by the same people who have done it. They never see it again. It's very very, you know. Huge documentary. I think it's like three or four hours long, and they go through all the details, all the details. Well, uh, that's what I like about horror documentaries. I actually watched one on Halloween two this morning at the gym. Well, listened to it at the gym, so I got to hear him talk about how cold the hot tub truly was. <laughs> nice. Uh, so Nick, one last horror thing since we're here talking about it. Our trip to Halloween Horror Nights. We brought up how we got our passes, and we got we brought up how we had got through all of our haunts except two. Now, folks, yeah. WCBS is uh, reformatting a lot of fun stuff. We're not going away. We're giving you more. Finishing up Wokebusters, taking care of business like that. But we thought we'd start out by giving you a little visit to Universal Studios Hollywood. So our stream started out at most tap. Universal Studios Orlando. Orlando. Orlando, Orlando, buddy. Orlando, yes. Orlando. <laughs> yes, we're Universal Studios Orlando, mm-hmm. and we started out with Moe's Tavern where we had a couple drinks. No, we didn't. We, we started out... out with Stranger Things. No, I'm talking about our stream. Oh, okay, I was about to say. Did you have a flaming Moe? No, those were out. They were out of cough syrup. Yeah, but we did have a giant that. turkey leg. Yeah, we did. No mayonnaise, though. <laughs> yeah, we asked for some. We even demanded it, and you know they, they didn't have any. I feel like if you were there, Kendo, you could have got us some mayonnaise. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but while the stream started out that way, folks, the night started out a lot more fun. So it started out, we got there, everything worked out perfect. We got our horror nights, sorry, our front of the line passes for horror nights, and we started out with the Stranger Things haunt. Now, Nick, would you say the Stranger Things haunt was the coolest one we saw? Yeah, man. I mean, we, you know, I, I think, I think we're, you know, we're huge fans of it. So yeah, that was cool to see. Um, very much. Well, I mean, we, and it was, um, you know, it was definitely Eddie heavy. So that was awesome. 
we got to see a lot of uh, a lot of that stuff from the from season season four. But no, it was yeah, it, it, you could tell it was one of the ones they worked they worked on a lot, and they had they had a lot of time to to do things and really make sure everything looked cool, you know. So they had they 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 did their job. I loved it. I thought it was cool. They played the Stranger Things theme. They also played uh, Master of Puppets. They they did the haunt right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Towards the end, you see um, um, Eddie and uh, the the fucking kid like on 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 top of the uh, on top of the RV trying to fight the bats and stuff like that. It was pretty fucking cool. Could you imagine working that where you have to hear Master of Puppets for like eight hours straight? <laughs> I mean, it would get tiring. I don't know how those I don't know how those hunters work. I don't know if it's in shifts or. If it's like you know one day one day on one day off or how that works, but yeah, I mean it was yeah it was rough and and, and you know you have timings for things as well like every every thirty seconds or 10, 20 seconds whatever you know you got to pop out with you know whatever you do so yeah. So after that one we went to where Nick? What was our second one? Do you remember? Because uh, let's see the second one after, after that, that one. I want to say um, it was Yeti Yeti Campground Kills. Oh, that was a fun one. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, because it's just like you're going through a 1950s campground, and at some point there are just bodies everywhere, and Yeti's popping out and to, you know trying to kill the campers and stuff. It was fun. It was fun. It's basically if uh, you know if Michael Myers was a Yeti, that's basically how it happened. It, was, it needs it was Tony Schiavone every time a Yeti <laughs> pops up. Yeti. It's <laughs> the only way that would get better. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of was looking around the whole time. I had a very WCW vibe, but oh well, I left disappointed. That one was cool, though. Uh, was that the one that had the dude that fell on the campfire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the one. It was just like this this dead body. Then like the I think they had a real no, they had like a plastic fire going on or whatever. But it, it looked good. I was like, holy shit! There's just a a dude like roasting on the fire. For some reason, you could smell you could smell barbecue. It was it was weird, strange. That's why we got turkey legs. There you go. That's why. That's why. And then we went over to the gift shop, which was pretty awesome. Oh yeah, man, yeah, you you love that because it was a comic book like on the walls you read throughout the entire building. <laughs> it was a it was a giant EC comic. You walk in and they had all these T-shirts and posters and bottles you could buy. But I'm like, wait a second, this comic book takes place in a gothic graveyard. It's about two grave hunters. So I started reading that and I went, wow, this is awesome. And then I went into the next room and it was about a haunted diner and the next one was about jack the ripper and i was hooked i didn't i bought a cookie and a copy of the comic book because i was so interested in reading the comic book i didn't care about anything else in there um yeah but you bought some cool stuff yeah i bought um the uh stranger things shirt for my brother and then uh another another shirt for uh my sister-in-law because they're 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 big horror fans as well so i bought things for them i bought myself a chucky shirt and I got the comic book that you did. I think I got the other variant as well. Um, but yeah, that, that's that, that was about it. Nothing, <clears throat> nothing too crazy. So yeah, yeah. But their their the other shop was extensive. Um, not as good as last time though. Not as good as last time. Last year, especially in California, it was all Michael Myers themed, and they had Michael Myers and Killer Clowns from Outer Space stuff. So awesome. I was excited about that. That's why I bought more stuff last year. But after that, we did our live stream, so you guys can check that out. And then we hit up uh, the rest of the haunts except two. What of those, Nick, really uh, caught your attention? Besides the Karen that was a bitch about my ticket. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> There's always fucking one. It happened to me last year when I went. There's always one. Um, yeah, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff did the live stream on his phone and it died. But luckily, I had mine, uh, mine going, and you know we did it after after that. Um, but he before that he sent me his ticket, like a picture of it in in our messenger. And I forget what happened, but like I I I gave her mine, and then she's like, "Oh, well, you know, well, you, I need to see your ID or something." And like, you're like, "This is this is a picture of it. It it should scan." And she was trying to scan it, and it scanned immediately. And she's like, "Okay, go in." I was like, "The fuck, lady." Yeah, she just wanted to be on a power trip. It's like, thanks, lady. I get it. You know, you take your job way too seriously. You're doing a Halloween horror night. Maybe this is your first step into a larger world. Before you know it, you're going to be on The Masked Singer and on Hollywood. Like, maybe they'll put you in the Halloween reboot if you do a good job at this horror park. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was, it was nuts. It was nuts. Um, but yeah, the, the two we missed were The Last of Us and, and Chucky. Those are the two we missed because we, in all honesty, we didn't care for those. You know? Um,. I'm not a big Chucky fan. I don't think you are either. The Last of Us, mm-hmm. like I, I played a little bit of the game. I think for an hour or two, didn't get very far through it. Didn't care for it, you know. And really didn't care for the show either. So, yeah. But we, uh, we, we. I think I think the last house we did was like at, like the bar closed at two a.m. The last one we did was like at one fifty three a.m. One fifty seven. Sorry, one fifty seven. Yeah. We like, there's three minutes left. Do you think the yeah, and in? I think I think that one was. Um, let me see. I have it out here on the list. Um, oh God, was it? Oh, was it? No, it, 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 no. We we did do the Exorcist one. That one was okay. Yeah, based um, on the new movie. That's why we knew how to skip it. Yeah, I think it, we did um, bleeding. Bl- bl- let's say bleed for the blood moon. I think that was it. Oh yeah, yeah. In, in a colonial era, era village, uh, moon worshippers. Yep, that was it. That was the last one we did. Blood moon, dark offerings. That's what we did. Yeah, yeah. And um, that one, that one was fun. That they did the the set of the village looked amazing. It was great. Um, yeah, they did not cut corners in any place. Yeah, another one they did. They did really good on was uh, Universal Monsters Unmasked. Um, that one was a lot of fun too. <clears throat> it was so atmospheric. Yeah, they did a they did a damn good job on that. So I know it's early, but are you excited to go back next year? Yeah, we'll have to plan a little bit better. But yeah, we'll do it. We'll definitely I mean, do it again next year. We can plan better, but we got everything we needed done. We just didn't get it done early. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh no, it was, multiple it was... battery packs. Multiple battery <laughs> Well, I have a big one. I should have just brought it in my bag. Um but I mean we it it worked out, so yeah. It's it's fine. It's fine. We got our turkey legs. We got our beers, which were fucking expensive. God, that last one, the Ghostbusters beer, wasn't that good. It was kind of hard to get through. It was really sweet, and I had a last year, and it was the same thing. It was just like very, very sugary, and it was just not fun. Uh, but the the beers at Moe's were fucking expensive too, man. God, yeah, well, like seventeen dollars a beer. Were they duff? Yeah, yeah, they were duff. Then they were duff oh, Oktoberfest. But I mean, even then, they were what? They were the uh, yeah, they were like. Yeah, seventeen bucks a piece or fourteen bucks a piece, something like that. It was it was terrible. Yeah, it was. You pay for the ambiance, yeah. and uh, we didn't even have Moses lack weight on us. Some jabroni named Brian waited on us. Yeah, that's and, bullshit. Yeah, and I, I I love how we got those wristbands to say that we were over twenty one, but like the guy still checked our ID. I'm like, I, why did we even do this? What what's the point? Now, the one cool thing... Okay, we did many cool things on the trip. We ate some great food. We went to that comic book store. 
we uh, we had fun at the Horror Nights. But on the way back to the airport, Nick and I stopped at a horror con called Spookala, which is a weird name for a convention, but yeah. it was a good time. Yeah, because um, uh, um, because we flew we flew into Tampa and not uh, not Orlando International not Orlando International. And I think that was a, a good move. Uh, so we had to drive uh, an hour that way, but it was fine. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was a great time. But it worked out funny because there's this YouTube channel that I wanted us to stream with called Hack the Movies, and I brought it up to Nick, and I'm like, man, I want to stream with them. They're a fun channel. I love watching their stuff. And so we're walking through the show, and who do I see but Hack the Movies? And they were cool as hell. So we uh, traded contact information. We've been in touch since the, the show. And uh, folks, you'll see Hack the Movies here and WCBS there. And so folks, do us a favor. Go over to Hack the Movies, watch some of their videos, and uh, tell them WCBS sent you. They got a lot of great stuff for Halloween. They got a lot of great content in general, and it's going to be a lot of fun when we get together and uh, make some videos in 2024. So shout out to Tony and the crew, Crystal and the rest of the group. Um, you guys were great. And uh, my Hack the Movies poster made it home safely, Nick, in my luggage. Oh, nice, man. Nice. Yeah, so did all my, so did all, all my stuff. Even my uh, three VHS tapes I bought. <laughs> What VHS tapes did you buy, Nick? <laughs> hold on, hold on. Give me, give me. Okay, talk for a second. Let me go get them. I need, I need to, now, I need Dion, to make sure what the, the names movies, are. The movies that Nick bought are movies after your own heart. So you might need to reinvest in a VCR. Yes, in the year 2023, when you threw a VCR away in probably 2003, uh, you might want to get some of these movies that Nick is about to go get because I thought of you when I saw them, Dion. Hell yeah. Ex what year did you actually give up on the uh, videotapes? We got a DVD player in like oh three oh two no oh two because we got okay no oh one because I remember we got that movie Python with Casper Van and I was real, real I remember being real reluctant to not to, to not buy VHS anymore so I probably I probably officially gave up yet yeah, like two thousand two. Yeah, because that's when I was really get like born identity DVD and shit. So I like the O2, solid O2. I was worried you were gonna be one of those people that watched Star Wars Episode Two on videotape. I did one of the greatest moments of my life. <laughs> Kendo, were you an early DVD adopter? Yeah, because I got a PlayStation Two in two thousand two, and so it was a DVD player. So that's when I started buying DVDs. Had a VCR though, and I didn't. I still have the VCR. Never got rid of it. I did part way with a lot of my videotapes though, which I kind of regret. But I was cleaning out a storage locker, and I'm like, ah, just, these things will. I'm never gonna need these again. And then like, fast forward 12, 13 years later, I'm like, fuck, I wish I would cut that box yeah. of tapes. Yeah, dude, some of them, some of them are worth some money now for sure. But I did find the ones that I bought, and I don't know, Jeff. I think I, th I think they're bootlegs or something because the titles are not are, are weird. Um, I think I tried to warn you, but you bought them anyway. Would you yeah, want to tell um, the audience what you got? Yeah, um, a wet dream on Elm Street, um, evil head—that's not spelled correctly—and Psycho. Um, I love Psycho. By Alfred, by Alfred, Alfred, by Alfred Hardcox. That's that's not the director's name. They misspell a lot of things in these boxes, man. I don't know what's happening. It was the '80s. What'd you expect, man? Yeah, Before man. That was weird. new. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. It was a simpler Fucking time. Nick over here, the fucking porn king of the cackalackas. <laughs> That's your new introduction. Remind me, Kendo. He'll be introduced as the porn king of the cackalackas from now on. <laughs> like it's a bad thing. Like it's a bad thing. 
No, if you got to be the king, be the king. Hell, the king. Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think Bruce Campbell's an evil head. I don't. I don't think that's him. I'm disappointed, Nick. You bought some bad movies. You need to take them back to Spookula. <laughs> oh god, now those guys are cool. Um, they were awesome. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, and like it was. Yeah, it was. It was interesting because that was kind of like a, once again that was a, that was something that. All of, all of our plans were like tentative. Like if anything happened, we had like alternatives to do stuff and things like that, so it was fine. But that one worked out because we were trying to get. Uh, I think we were trying to go eat breakfast that morning, and everything had a line for it. And uh, we ended up at some like Cuban like cafe at some like Motel Six or whatever. Um, got some breakfast sandwiches and some and some decent coffee and just headed out. Yeah, but nothing was as good as that first place we went to with the fucking uh, giant biscuits and gravy. Day, Daybreak Diner, yeah, Daybreak Diner. That was the first place, yeah. Sylvester um, Stallone was there. Do we need Do we need to talk about the about about people trying to sell Jesus to you? Okay, so we bar hopped the first night when we got into town, <laughs> and it was great. Look, at Nick and I were like, "Hey, let's do this up the right way." So we landed. We drove to Tampa. There was a car wreck where somebody died on the highway, so we were stuck in traffic for three hours. But then we got there. We went to this food truck um, festival basically. area. Festival, yeah. yes, where all these food trucks were parked. We ate a giant Cuban sandwich and these ridiculous French fries. And you're like, hey, man, let's go out. So we went out to the bar. And <laughs> the Nick, has, terrible. <laughs> Nick has this uncanny ability to find the worst bars in America. This place... <laughs> was like a pirate themed bar but it was playing like Lady Gaga and Vanessa Carlton it was the white it was like the pumpkin spice of bars i'm surprised taylor swift wasn't spotted there earlier in the night so nick and i got a beer and we're like let's get the fuck out of here so we literally grabbed our beer and started chugging them we're just like yeah let's go. immediately immediately yeah but but, like, but, I, but, but even... I did I, but I, I i did make up i did make up for it for for oh and i found um a tiki bar that, uh, the that tiki bar to. was awesome. Yeah, Aku, yeah, it was a Kuaku tiki bar. Um, it was yeah. like it was like a couple blocks up the street. Yeah, yeah, we hung out there for many hours, drank a couple good drinks, and then we decided that we weren't done, so we're gonna go to a cigar bar. But on the way to cigar, the cigar bar, this dude dropped his bag of something, which I won't say what it was on air. And I was like, "Hey, man, you dropped your bag," and he's like, "Thanks, brother." And these girls were like, "Hey, that was really nice." And I'm like, that's cool. And so we're talking, and the one girl was kind of cute. And all of a sudden, she asked me, "Have you?" She asked me where we're from, and I go, "Oh, you know, uh, Ohio." And he's in Atlanta. She's like, "Oh, we were just in Ohio for our whatever." And then she asked me if I found Jesus, and I didn't know what to say. She'd be like, "I didn't know I was supposed to be looking for him." Yeah, I, I, I didn't. But she talked to me about Jesus for, what, about 10 minutes on our walk? Like, we have yeah. to be going the same way the whole fucking time? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then Jeff got stuck talking for a second. I was like, what's happening? I need to make sure everything's okay. Look, she was cute, so I was talking to her, but I'm just like... Understood. This is... Understood. 100% understood. But I was like, yeah. I was making sure. I was like, make sure, make sure everything's, you know, kosher and stuff. But yeah, she she left, and then you told me when we were, when we were at the cigar place. I was like, okay, that's funny. And then it it, it, hap it happened again to the dining. <laughs> yeah. So the next morning at breakfast, we're having this like wonderful meal. I'm like, man, I haven't eaten 
food of this quality in a while. I mean, home cooking's good, but restaurant food like this is rare these days. And all of a sudden, this old lady starts talking to us. And then she's like, have you found Jesus? And I'm like, oh, God, this is an old woman. I have to be, you know, I'm going to be respectful here. And I'm like, yeah, I went to private school. I know everything. I, I'm good. And she's like, are you good with the Lord? And I'm like, yes, ma'am. And I didn't know how to handle it. I, in the back of my mind, I'm like, I want this lady to shut up so I can eat my biscuits and gravy. But she's old and I might scare her to death. Love, and this is Florida, so. I love how none of them came for me. I'm just like, they're just like, he's too far gone. I'm like, yep, that's that's what it is. Yeah, they looked at you and said, nah, he's got one of them weird gods. <laughs> Which actually, one? Actually, actually, a few of them, but we won't go into that. Oh. Yeah, so there, Florida was trying to sell me Jesus the entire time, but overall, was it was a nice time. Are and, you uh, sure? Since you were in Florida, though, because like you know, there's a massive Hispanic population in his God's they, waiting room. Yeah, they could have just been looking for a guy named Jesus. These were both white women. Yeah, they were. They were. I can't mean confirm they don't know that. How to pronounce it right. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I went. I went through school in the south. They, they could never. They could never say my last name ever. It was always hilarious. Um, yeah, Channel Dad knows how to say it. Yeah, and he does it with a fucking <laughs> accent that is kind of offensive. <laughs> Are we ever truly offended, or we just like to make fun of old guys? Well, we just like to make fun of Brian Leib. Yeah, we just like yeah. make fun of Brian Leib pretty much. I, I don't get offended when people mispronounce people's names. <laughs> I feel like he had good intentions. Ah, uh, he always does. I love the guy. <laughs> So, um, folks, it was a lot of fun in Florida. Make sure you join us on our next excursion and uh, ch check us out live. Shout out to... It was funny. When we did our live stream, I got a message in the chat. It's like, hey, I'm in the booth behind you. And I'm like, huh? And this guy behind us just so happened to be watching us. <laughs> yeah, I was I was getting beers. I think somebody took a picture with you and stuff. Like That was a different guy. This was okay. He was like a... This other guy comes up to me. He's like, are you Jeff from World Class Bullshitters? I'm like, yeah, what's up? He's like, hey... Can I take a picture with you, man? I'm like, sure. I was like, that's cool. And uh, we had a lot of fun just, you know, shooting the shit with our audience. I didn't expect to run into people at Horror Night. So uh, shout out to our pal. I think his name was Julian who was there. So shout out to you, man. And the guy in the booth behind us did not say his name, but shout out to you and your family. Also, also, um, the couple in front of us uh, in the first thing we were at Stranger, Stranger, Stranger Things house, uh, that dude's girlfriend is pretty hot. I was going to say the woman you lusted after the whole night. <laughs> when we were in Waffle House later that evening, Nick's like, "Yeah, that lady that was in front of us in line." Mm. <laughs> nah, she she was nice. Nah, she was. Guy nice. was lucky. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, what else do we have to cover tonight? Um, oh yeah. So, folks, what I wanted to say, I meant to say this at the beginning of the show, is. Um, so a lot of stuff's going on in the world right now, and WCBS has never been a political platform. We're never going to become one, even in the coming year, uh, with the election and everything next year. But we always want to remain a fun place for everyone to just kind of uh, blow off some steam and relax and have fun. Now, it doesn't always have to be entertainment topics. It doesn't always have to be uh, themed to the month or whatever is popular in the news. No, we're shifting away towards that from that kind of stuff, too, to give you guys some more evergreen fun stuff to cover. But at the same time, if there's ever anything you guys are, uh, you know, when we're all living through these things together, we're all living through these things together. So it'd be kind of silly to act like uh, nothing is going on. So just remember, folks, Thursday nights will always be a fun place to hang out and, uh, you know, get away from the stresses of the real world. 
because I know a lot of stuff's going on right now. Who knows what's going to be going on next week or the week after that. And, uh, well, we just wanted to let you guys know that WCBS will remain uh, here for you guys each and every week, no matter what goes on. Uh, guys, remind me to tell you something when we get off air about one of our uh, our buddies. Okay. Now, um, we have a little more of the show to cover before we jump into um, the audience. So, folks, get your messages ready for that. Now, guys, I did see something pop up that, remind, that made me want to talk about this today. Um, we didn't get too deep into the actor's strike because, you know... People seem to not care about actors. I get it. You're mad. You don't like their politics. You don't like that they get paid money. That's fine. We're not here to try to act like, all oh, these people are great and you need to kiss their ass. But one thing I wanted to bring up to you this week is that one of the reasons for the strike to continue is that major studios are refusing to grant actors protection against the AI and they're still continuing to demand consent on the first day of employment for use of a performer's digital replica for an entire cinematic universe or any franchise product project. So they're still pushing for this shit. When do you think we're just going to get AI movies starring like Hugh Jackman and Vincent Price? They're probably already making those. That's why I told you this whole getting in bed with the robots thing is a bad idea. <laughs> Every time you say robots like that. But no, <laughs> I'm the weirdo. I'm the conspiracy theorist. No, no, don't get with the robots. Every time you say it, it reminds me of that, of that, of the, of the, of the, uh, Dude and his tidy whities in, in SWAT when they have to use that giant thing to pull him out of the house. <laughs> oh my god, it's a damn alien robots. That's what he says when they like they have to yank him out of the house. Yep. I just think of the Twilight Zone. Everyone says robot. My mom says robot still. I like... <laughs> it was the times. Yep. Yeah. It was it was a simpler time when entertainment was better. To a degree. Yeah. I mean, there was always stinkers, but overall people seem to give a shit more about stuff. But do you think Hollywood's going to ever like actually back down from this AI crap? And do you think people will accept the AI-generated actors? Like, there was an article the other week that popped out about Robin Williams. His daughter said how creepy it is that they can generate his voice and how she doesn't like it. Do you think people, audience members, will actually fight against this and just not support it because it's unnatural? No. Or do you think um, they're just going to be blinded and go, oh, I gotta see I mean, it? So here's the thing. People our age and above probably aren't going to dig it, but all the kids nowadays right. that live their life yep. on the tiki-taki, they're going to be all for it because to them, it's going to be ways of either A, seeing things and and stuff like, you know, movies starring people that they wouldn't have been able to see previously even though they could just go watch those fucking movies but they won't watch old movies. And two, it's going to be just so normalized for them that it's just going to be a way of life. Yeah, um, I think I, I think what's going to happen when when they when they perf- when they perfect it, you know, and they're they're getting closer all the time, they're going to start doing weird crossovers and having like older actors and coming in movies, and it's going to be the thing that gets everybody to probably go back to the movies. But you know, and it'll also make Hollywood the most money because they won't they only like to pay rights for certain things here and there. And it won't be it won't cost them an arm and a leg, so they'll be able to do that. And then that then we'll then we'll have we'll have an era of just of just AI movies for a very very long time until you know people fight back or don't give it any money. It doesn't make any money anymore. And then they might slow down, but they probably won't stop. 
So yeah, because <clears throat> think of it this way: if you're a movie studio, <clears throat> would you pay like thirty million dollars to some actor to do a picture, or are you going to pay the estate of some dead actor like a half mil to use their likeness in the picture? There you go. I mean, that's that's probably what's going to happen. You know big actors are going to complain, though. They're going to, you know, like a Scarlett Johansson or <clears throat> Chris Pratt or somebody, they're going to fight against it because they don't want their way of life, their money, their income taken away from Yeah, them. but also... Also, think about think about it this way. Hollywood will pitch Hollywood will pitch them this way. They'll be like, okay, you can do you can you can probably do like you know one movie a year, or with AI, you can do five movies a year and get more money. They're gonna pitch it. They're gonna pitch them that way. I hope people just don't go. I hope their greed doesn't get the best of them, and they try to it's, go for that. It's it's going to because these actors are gonna be like, oh, I can sort of instead of just spending like you know um, six months doing one movie, I can do I can do one live action, but I can also have my likeness into like five other movies. And get paid through maybe, you know, if, if if it's a high enough, if it's a an actor like let's say a Tom Cruise, he'll be able to like really leverage his likeness and get you know residuals and you know and and things like that off of it because you know he's Tom Cruise, and that's what I think Tom depends Cruise will be. What do you now? All depends on how good it looks. Yeah, no, that's the hundred percent. Yeah, that's hundred percent. Yeah. You know, so I mean, we'll see what. Um, turn my mic up. You know, we'll see. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, the next generation. You know, who knows what what consumers are going to be into at that point? But but you know, shit. It, it just depends how good it looks in the end. I mean, right now the big issue is it just looks unnatural. You know, you got to overcome the lizard brain in terms of what looks like another human being. And right now it's not great. You know, and even though you have so many people trying, even though you have Hollywood trying, if they can't. You know, if they can't get it to look to pass the visual test, it might not be a thing. You know, so uh, to your point, I, I, or to your question rather, I don't think you know. Listen, Hollywood's not going to give it up until until they know they can't make any money off it, for sure. But if they never crack the code, you know, they never figure it out, it might not be a thing. I mean, shit, scientists still can't get great whites to live in captivity. You know, we're in the we're in the 21st century. So, you know, I'm not going to say don't put a lot of stock in it. But at the same time, you know, some shit, it, you know, they're still trying to make 3D a thing. You know, so, so some things just never catch on. I'm not saying that AI won't ever catch on, but, you know, they, they got to get it to look good. It's just it just looks so bad right now. And, yeah, you know, we all, you know, the deep fake shit is one thing. But to have a full, you want to see Charlton Heston, and it looks like a goddamn Terminator, you know, an early version of a Terminator. No one's gonna want to watch that shit. So, who who the fuck knows, man? I, I personally, I don't think people are gonna ever buy in. It just, you know, we don't like things that don't look like a fellow human being. There's so much. That's why CGI. You know, the Flash is proof of that. You know, the see if your CGI is shit. It fucks the whole movie up, and they've had CGI for, you know, we're, go, we're getting closer to forty years here. So, but, you know, I AI is just so new. I I, I I don't ever see it getting to where you can make a whole movie out of it. I just I just don't. Yeah, and to the point you made earlier, Nick, too. I don't think Tom Cruise will be an actor that would ever give his likeness up. I think he's I one don't... of those holdouts. <laughs> No, 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 but I was using I was using I was using him as an example of just like his his level, like his 
his stature in Hollywood kind of thing. Like, you know, he's, you know, he's, he's way up there kind of thing. I bet you Harrison Ford's the first one to do it. <laughs> Mark Tana. Yeah, but it's, it, it's also one of those things. Fuck I mean, you. some some actors may want to, you know, make sure that their families and kids are taken care of, and they'll leave it. They'll leave, you know, the uh, the rights to them, kind of thing. Who knows? Um, but like that's yeah, because like you know, at some point, I mean, there, I'm sure there are. I'm sure you know, um, they're already working on like the AI scriptwriters, or at least a way to, you know, make sure a script is good. Like. 80 or maybe even 65 percent before they have to give it to somebody to like rewrite it and, def- and redefine it and re and like you know really get it going but i'm sure they're already working on that so ai characters i've heard i've heard of p of productions in atlanta where people have gotten where people background characters have gotten scanned already so that's already a thing willingly yeah they've done it willingly they didn't. They didn't Jeez. know what it was, and I'm sure. And I'm sure the productions gave them some BS. Like, oh, we do this for you know for background characters, this and the other. You know, I'm sure they gave them some BS to make it sound really good. But you know, that's what it was. So, I would you remember how in Chappelle's show they had that background guy that was always doing the robot. Yep. You're gonna have like movies where you're like, hey, it's the one guy with the crooked tooth and the fucked up eye. He's in the background of every movie because he's a cheap person to license. Like. It's gonna look like video games where you're in a like Grand Theft Auto and you're like, man, it's the same NPC with the uh, the purple T-shirt that says "butt" on it or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's gonna be a thing, man. They're gonna have a plethora of NPCs that you can just like drag and drop in, give them little, give them a little animation script, and then that's gonna be how you populate a city, or a set, or a courtroom, or a stadium, or anything. Well, I'm. I'm just going to go back to reading books. I picked up uh, The Gunslinger yesterday, so I'm just going to go read Well, what, well what if your glasses break, Jeff? Then you won't be able to read at all. Well, luckily, laser I eye! <laughs> luckily, I don't have that problem, but yes, I'll go get laser eye surgery for the glasses I don't even need. There you go. That's right. No, no. <laughs> um, God, that's just going to be a weird future to live in, but you know. It'll be the yeah. future. We well, I mean, like, like, like Dion said, they're still trying to make 3D a thing. Like, it's it's still happening. The yeah. 3D is still offered in the theater. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, I, who knows if it's ever going to even... It's, it's just such a hard thing. I know. What's that... The fucking dude from Fillin' or whatever, Bezel Pop or whatever, he's, he's a YouTuber that's really trying to get into the whole AI-generated content thing. Um, but, it, 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 you know, even then, you know, when you have the... AI where it's the AI generated script and it's fucking reading it in your voice. It still sounds off. So it's just who the fuck knows, man. But you know, Hey, I mean, at the same time, there's always that risk of the future, but I I just don't think it's ever going to be in terms of digestible content for the, for the average consumer. It's, it's, I don't, I can't, I can't see it becoming commonplace. Even kids of this generation, you know, you know, how, how real is it going to look for them? I mean, if it's so iffy now, you know, and, and, and some gimmicks just don't catch on. I mean, they, they really just don't fucking catch on. And AI being so weird and looking so weird and, you know, and even with the it still sounds like a goddamn robot, you know. Yeah, I mean, you can do it for a joke or something, but in terms of, of actual content and film and YouTube videos and music, it just doesn't – it just doesn't – sound like a human so who the fuck knows though man who the fuck knows 
Well, the video games will look realistic, but the movies won't. That'll be the problem in the future. Well, video you have that you have that blocker. You have that you know, even when the graphics were shitty, you know, the realer it looked, knowing that it's a video game was part of the appeal. You know, movies, you're expecting to see George Clooney with his wrinkles and gray hair and banging your mom in in, in real life. It, it, it's a different expectation. You know, video games will look closer. We'll still see that they're a video game. They might look good, you know, but it, you know that it's a video game. A movie, you know, you can only suspend your disbelief for so fucking much. No, I agree. Oh, so we get these great AI images like the black dude karate kicking the alligator. So maybe we'll get movies that look like that. Yep. I know uh, I'll watch them for I the lulls so. drunk on Netflix. I'd watch the shit out of that. Yeah, but I won't pay for it in the box office. I mean, hey, that's 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 the point, right? That, you know, are they going to is it going to be good enough to pay for it in the box office? That's that's a great goddamn point. So is there anything else you guys want to say about this uh, this topic? Free AIAO. Do not Free trust AIAO. the robots. <laughs> Skynet, is, Skynet is real. It's going to happen. Oh, and I'm not losing any sleep over the Film Actors Guild not having any work. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that upset either. But um, I don't want to go to see robots on screen. There's just something weird about it to me, and unnatural. You've watched Terminator. Yeah, but those are robots played by humans. Not the exoskeleton. The, the, not the metal skeleton-y ones. Those were real-life robots. Puppeteered by Sam Winston? Still. It was very robotic. That's true. Don't you dare say that about Arnold Schwarzenegger. He tried. <laughs> fair, fair, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Um. Now, or Dion, I don't know if you followed this, but Kendo, I know you saw it on social media. But the whole NXT versus AEW Tuesday night battle they had this week, where everyone thought AEW was gonna whoop WWE's ass, but the WWE beat them like by like fifty percent. Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. I mean, you know, there used to be the joke about Tony Khan being on cocaine, and I was like, I get it. It's a joke. It's funny. Now I actually believe that motherfucker is on cocaine because it's like, dude, what are you posted on social media? What are you talking about on the internet? It is crazy. Oh, he's been melting down for two days, and it is fantastic. And <clears throat> I, I've got a long-standing thing where I don't like AEW because I think they put out a product that's not conducive to what they promised, with it being a sports-based presentation. Instead, it's a bunch of flippy doos and douchebags but i want them to be good and i want them to succeed because i want them to push wwe to have to be better then maybe i'll start watching wrestling regularly again but <clears throat> when they were gonna have to move uh, dynamite to tuesday i already knew they were gonna take a ratings hit because people are creatures of habit if you watch the show every wednesday night and it gets moved to tuesday you may not be available to watch it on tuesday or you might have something else you watch instead on tuesday and all that other stuff. And so I knew their ratings were going to take a hit. I knew NXT's ratings were going to be decent because they were going, they were pushing the, the stars out there and everything like that. But I, I just think it's funny that their Tuesday night war that they were about to have turned out to be nothing but a dust up. And 
somehow Tony Khan is trying to do as much mental gymnastics while playing 4D chess to convince his fans that they somehow won, that it's just, it's, it's glorious. I look, I would watch AEW if I had access to it. If they streamed it on HBO or max, if they had it the next day available, I'd give it a watch. I like wrestling in general, but, um, I only watch their pay-per-views once a month. I don't follow their main TV shows, so I guess I have... That's why I'm kinder to them, because I don't... I don't have enough time to get annoyed at them. But the AEW fans are getting the, um... I don't know. They're just getting a little weird about this stuff. And it makes me laugh. But overall, I'm pretty happy with wrestling. Uh, Dion, I... We haven't talked about it much lately, but are you watching any wrestling these days, or you've given up on it? No, I still watch wrestling. I mean, I... You know, I'm a... a... A fight subscriber so a lot of you know mlw's on fight nwa on youtube I've, I've been watching that uh gcw's on fight i've been watching a lot of that uh so i, I still watch pro wrestling and that's and then that's before all the super small indie shows like fucking gulf coast wrestling and all that shit so i i, I watch a lot of it through that and then i do watch uh i watch aew occasionally i usually watch pay-per-views and then you know if i'm not doing shit or uh I'll still I'll I'll, I'll type tune in the Dynamite or Collision. I don't watch a lot of Collision. It's just Saturday night and shit. But uh, you know I I watch Dynamite. I watch uh, some of the the, the the Wednesday show. But it's it's I'm not watching a lot of WWE. You know uh, I'm watching more WWE than I've been in a while. Every once in a while I watch Raw or SmackDown, <laughs> especially if we go out to dinner or something and SmackDown's on. Um, so I'm 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 watching a decent amount of, of, of pro wrestling. I'm enjoying pro wrestling. I'm enjoying enough of WWE. But you know AEW. My thing is you know you it's you're not gonna win an imaginary war, let alone the fact that you're fighting the war from 20 years ago. It's just that's their problem. And 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 even though I'm happy with pro wrestling, I'm happy with AEW. You know I. You know, Tony Khan, you know, it's it's a classic uh, G14 scenario, man. Like, right now, you're either part of the problem or you're part of the solution. And Tony Khan's part of the fucking problem. And, you know, and that's, you know, that's not with the, the style. You know, I think, I think, you know, Kendo's take, while I understand it, you know, that's, you know, people are arguing that WWF, WCW bullshit. Like, wrestling's different now. It's just different. And everyone, it seems like so many other people at AEW understand that. Like, I'm enjoying the shit that they're doing at ROH. I'm enjoying Eddie Kingston getting his little time in the in the in the sun right now. I hate you know, that I'm dude so that. much. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's it's. I'm yeah. You know, it's it's a something funny about it. I enjoyed Edge going, or excuse me, Adam Adam the rated star rated our superstar Copeland debuting and i enjoy that little shit with him and luchasaurus you know i'm enjoying it but you you know it's just the fact that tony khan is part of the fucking problem you know and if anything to the point about the old world shit if there's any more proof in it it's how the world sees vince now and how cm punk got chased out of the building you know that fucking you know it it, say what you want about triple h but he got it he at least understands that things are different Say what you want about, uh, you know, especially AEW fans. Say what you want about, um, 
you know, Daniel Bryan and Kenny Omega, and the, but they understand it. It's fucking different, you know? So it's a very long gateway to say I'm enjoying pro wrestling, but, you know, a, it's AEW's, they're, they're, they, they're trying, they just got to get out of their own goddamn way. Well, I uh, am enjoying WWE a little more. LA Knight's the man, so it'll be exciting to see what they do with him if they pull the trigger fully, he wins the Rumble, if they go in that direction. Or if he gets some bullshit Battle Royal win, like it's SummerSlam. But who knows? It could be awesome. So is there anything else you guys want to say before we check in with the audience? Uh, this ep- uh, Folks, we're not going to be a five-hour show tonight. We're sorry. But uh, it's only Thursday, so you got work in the morning. Right. Well, I don't. All right, uh, Kendo, pick a number between 1 and 69, and we'll check in with our audience. Play some games. Uh, 15. Message! 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 What a great fucking boy. It is. Xavier God says, What trio of Predators did you guys like more? Scar, Celtic, and Chopper from Alien vs. Predator, or Berserker, Falconer, and Tracker from Predators 2010? Yeah, not Alien vs. Predator. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say Predator Predators 2010. <laughs> I haven't seen either of those movies, so uh What was the first one again? Scar, Celtic, and Chopper from Alien vs. Predator. I ugh. The only reason I'm hesitating is cause as shitty as Aliens vs. Predator is the, the the Predator trio is the one good thing about that fucking movie, and I, ju- I just give me give me give me the trio from Alien vs Predator. Even though it's a shitty movie, they are the best part of it, and they're better than than the trio of Predators. Yeah, I'm gonna go the same way, honestly, because I haven't seen Predators. I like I like Predators better. Um, I thought I thought it was. Uh... I love them. I love Predators. I do. I'm with you. Yeah. They, they, they. I care more in Alien vs Predator as much as, as shitty as that movie is. <laughs> that sequel was fucking terrible. Oh my god, it's oh. unwatchable. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is just terrible. And then, then they did a newer one after that that was even worse. Oh god. Well, uh, thank you, Xavier to God. Now I'm gonna want to watch some fucking. I like the look at the original. The best. We all agree with that. Indeed. Yes. Yes. Agree. <laughs> Hundred percent. Predators is 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 an underrated close one though. Xavier to God asks, should Kevin Feige be replaced at Marvel? By who? <laughs> right by who? Like what? 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 What's James Gunn. Here? Plus, the one thing I will say is apparently he was one of the big voices on canceling the new Daredevil thing, which apparently was fucking awful. So, what know, did you hear about that? Because I had I heard it was canceled, but. Hey, apparently they want to reshoot it because they're saying that it was you know, the executives thought that it was fucking terrible. I don't know, man. Executives tend to like some really stupid shit and hate some really decent stuff, but I don't think we'll ever have anything better than the Netflix show. I agree, yeah. but based on what what apparently the rumor is that New Beginning was was going to be, it sounded awful. But and 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 that's that's really dumb. Like the the exec, I understand they're in charge of shit and like they make decisions, but. The executives shouldn't be the one watching this and judging this because they're not the demographic. They're not the people. They need to get some True. like 
they need to get some like fucking people on the ground and you know it's like hey to, you know get, get some theater some you know somewhere and be like hey come watch this new Paldo show tell us what you think is it bad is it good what, what's going on you know like do do some shit like that do some actual like actual market research don't just go to fucking twitter and type in keywords and see what they do and how good they are or whatever like actually do some fucking market research yeah i agree but yeah i don't know who could replace kevin feige and marvel it's kind of uh i've been a one-man show for so long but maybe after captain marvel people will care more about uh what the MCU is. is is that movie ever coming out because i've heard it's gotten shortened i've heard it's getting kicked out i've heard all kinds of things it's coming out in a couple days oh god yeah so <laughs> that's 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 how much i care i didn't even know i didn't even know well i'm gonna bite the bullet and do a live stream about it so folks join us that week it comes out uh oh, it's gonna be a shit show oh god i i, I feel for you man <laughs> yeah well you're on the show too escape from barbie land <laughs> said heard about a global jihad taking place tomorrow i haven't followed the news since yesterday so i have just been deep in woke busters and taking care of business paying inkers and colorists and you know all the production stuff that you guys don't really care about but you love the books so remember folks stealing solo.com to get yourself a copy i'm down to the final limited supply and when they're gone they're gone so it's not one of those oh you told me you had limited ones and then you had more no this first printing ones with the uh toy cover and all that that's it people have been going to this website and buying the book all the time so i'll put uh, more videos out to tell more people about it and then it's gonna be gone so folks if you don't want to miss out on collecting everything i put out and this is just the start well go to stealingsolo.com right now get yourself a copy of the greatest star wars parody since Spaceballs, and the book fans call it laugh out loud funny uh people in the chat called it a riot the other night and, you know, I'm grateful that they're picking it up and let me know what they think. So, folks, if you go and get your copy now, I will ship it out tomorrow, and then I will be heading off to Vegas and such. So, don't miss out. Get your copy as early as possible. But if you decide to get a copy while I'm away, your book will be shipped out as soon as I get home because it will be top priority to each and every one of you. Adam Wofford says, uh, Nick, did you guys check my email? Or, Nick, did you guys get my email? Uh... I don't know. Could you guys see know. if we got it? Because I'm on air right. I'm doing this, so when do you guys check the email for me? Dixon Cider right. says, do you know why roosters don't wear underwear? It's because their peckers are on their faces. Let me know about the P.O. box. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get the P.O. box set up. I was just at the post office today, and they're like, you can do it online. So I really just need to sit down and do it. But yeah, folks, we'll turn it into a special um, video series where you guys can... Well, we're just bringing back Tales from the P.O. Box. That's all we're going to do. Yeah. So, uh, you guys got a top Salvador. That dude sent us so much cool stuff and a box that played Axel F. So, it's going to be hard to beat. Uh, Lord of Opossum says, My mom and I watched Halloween 3 this weekend. Didn't like it. Oh, I'm sad you didn't like it. I think it's a great, fun movie. It's not, you know, Michael Myers, but it is enjoyable, and it's like an EC comic or an episode of The Twilight Zone is a cinematic feature. And that's what I like about it. And all, well, at least three of the four of us, we all like Halloween 3, correct? Yeah, I like right. it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Okay, so four out of four bullshitters approve. Halloween 3 is a good movie. One day we'll have Tom Atkins on the show, and we'll tell him how much we enjoy his work and his mustache. 
But man, taste is subjective. It's cool that you didn't uh, like it. Hopefully, you like it more than the Rob Zombie movies, though. Yeah. If that's not well, I mean, the case, at least, then we have to talk. Yeah, at, le- at least he's, at least he said at least he watched it, so you can say you did that. So, give it a chance. Give it a chance. Lord of Apostles also says, "What was your first horror movie? Mine was Scream when I was eight years old." Jeez. <laughs> Silent Night, Deadly Night, when I was like two or three. Oh. And it's not like I was sitting down watching it. My parents were watching it, and I walked into the living room at the part where Santa Claus murders his family and his mom's boobs are hanging out. I was told to leave the room, so I went back to my room to do whatever it was I was doing. And so, like the first ten minutes of the movie, okay? Yeah, yeah. So that would be the first horror movie that I watched. I guess technically. Hmm. Let's see. Um, the only distinct memory I have of watching one as a kid is uh, is Fright Night. That's the one I remember watching as a kid um, on VHS, I think. So yeah, that's one I remember. Does the thing count as a horror movie? Yeah, absolutely. Because yes. I always go more in the sci-fi category, but I either saw the thing or Child's Play on television at my uncle's sci-fi house. Sci-fi horror. What'd you say, Dion? How do you go more sci-fi than horror with the thing? It's just terrifying. Because it's an alien, and whenever I think of extraterrestrials, my brain instantly goes to science fiction. I mean, that makes sense, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna use a big pushback. Oh, that I mean, makes sense. Movie was still more horror, but I, I, I see where you're going with it. You know. <laughs> also, I saw it on the Sci-Fi Channel, so you know. Ah man, you saw the the heavily edited version. <laughs> it was still creepy as a kid, though. That's good. That's good. I also saw Halloween two on Sci-Fi as a kid, and it was still scary. So, Ooh. we're talking single digit ages. I was at my other family member's house, like, yeah, we're gonna watch this. I'm like, I'll just wait till it's over. They're like, it just started. You have to watch it with us. I'm like, oh, <laughs> and they made great. you watch it. <laughs> yeah, R.I.P. Aunt Pat and Uncle Ken. But goddamn, they wanted to watch some. Like, as I got older, it was cool because they actually watched good stuff. But as a kid, I'm like, I don't want to watch Halloween 2. <laughs> now I kind of want to watch Halloween 2 after this show. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, Dion, did you answer? I, I thought, uh, what was, what was the guy I got distracted by your your disruption there? Description. Descriptions. Whoa, damn. Description. <laughs> I think we've all had a collective stroke on air tonight, folks. It's okay. We're going to solve that problem tomorrow with booze. Lots of booze. Uh, what was your first horror movie, Dion? My first ever horror movie? Yeah. That you remember. Oh, damn. Um, it's a long time ago. I fucking... Back in I think, 94. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say, technically, my first horror movie... My sister and I were very, very young when we watched it, which is probably questionable but we ended up loving it, hence the love of horror. It was probably when we first watched uh, Alien when we were sick. So that was, we were like six or seven when we watched that movie. So, did you watch on FX or did you get it? Did you get the uh, the, the tape from the... VHS, from the man, my parents didn't have cable. They, they were obsessed with owning physical stuff. Nice, so nice. It was home from, home sick from, from school, watching Alien. I, I, I'm pretty sure that's the first, my first horror movie. Wow, that's a good one. I'd love to see little Dion watching Alien, sick as a dog, trying to fucking just hang as he's he's bleary and scared. We gotta get you drunk and watch Alien. That'd be fun. God, I love that movie. It's, it's, yes, it's, it's either Alien or Predator because it was it was for sure a, a homesick 
situation. And, you know, I was terrified, but I realized that I like that feeling, you know? And then ever since then, boom. Especially when there's a white lady involved. That's where your love of Sigourney Weaver started. Uh, our friend Brett Cohen, thank you for your very generous super chat. He says, Jeff, the other week you mentioned maybe doing some music. How about Buffalo Jeff doing My Little Pony? Shatner style of Hurt for Dion. Two fears and one makes fun for all. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a I hurt myself today to see if I still feel. I focus on the pain, the only thing that's real. Are you uncomfortable yet, Dion? Just a tad. Just a tad. And the needle tears a hole. Hey, the unfamiliar sting to try and kill it all away, but I remember everything. All right, all right, all right. Goddamn. You want more, you said? Hey, son of a bitch. <laughs> you could have it all. My empire. Oh, you know, I'm, no, I'm gonna go get it. I'm gonna go smoke a cigar. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dion. Oh, jeez. Don't you go dying on me. No, I'm gonna stay oh. alive just to haunt your ass. How about that? Ooh, well, you better stay alive till next week when I see your ass. Listen, so, we got plenty of drinking and tailgating and bullshitting to do, so I ain't gonna die just yet. Not yet. <laughs> You know, just gonna get real drunk and try to go to sleep and be like, "Listen, I'm gonna fuck with Dion right now." He's a sneaking room and start doing the Buffalo Jeff voice. Listen, don't be. Listen, it's it's the fall weather months, and the wife be be, be walking around here, so nobody nobody. <laughs> she might see a, a mannequin and hear that voice and just start swinging. She's not afraid of mannequins like you are, dude. <laughs> I'm not afraid. They just make me uncomfortable. <laughs> you smirch my character, sir. I don't have to do that. You do a good job yourself, pal. <laughs> that smart ass. <laughs> yeah. He can say that. He can say that to you. He can't say that to his kid. <laughs> Maybe we'll we'll put the fear of Buffalo Jeff in D two. That'll work. Oh my god. Yeah, that'll set him straight. <laughs> Once again, traumatize the kid. There you go. <laughs> Listen, he also has a problem with grabbing weapons, so you got to be careful Ooh. with that D two. Oh. Has he ever received the people's elbow? He deserves it. I'm about to say, there's a first time for everything. We'll have to teach uh, Devin how to do the people's elbow. That's right. It doesn't matter. They do still laugh at that. Good. <laughs> there are just some things that you never grow out of. All right, folks. So we're going to call this one early. Uh, thank you for watching. We'll be back next time with more. But in the meantime, be smart. Be safe, be cool, but always be excellent to each other. Dot com. Yeah.